Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're doing open lines today, so you can give us a call at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. But before we do that, we're going to give you six things to expect in 2023. Obviously, as you all know very well, prophetic fulfillment is taking place uh, on a daily basis, and next year is gearing up to be an unbelievable year. So we're going to talk about six things today that you should keep your eye on, Doug. Or how excited are you about today's show? Oh, man, I'm stoked. Well, I in preparation, I, you told me you were brought to tears. I was. I was. Thank you, but not not over anything. We're going to How good today, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't brought to tears over that. But, yes, I did uh, tear up a little bit. But it's not because of things that are coming. So. Well, it, it was Irvin's <laughs> custom to do the last show of the year. Yes. And this is our last show of the year. And so he mm -hmm. would always say what to expect in the next year. Right. So you and I are going to do that today. Absolutely. We're starting with World War III, I do believe. Yeah, and that's a big topic right now, so there's a lot going on there. Is it going to be Russia, Ukraine? What's going on with that? Well, you know, I mean, th those things are developing more and more every day. You know, uh, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, Iran has these uh, attack drones that they've been sending in there, and Russia's been using those. Well, now the Ukraine has their own attack drones, which they can have an air assault in the air with these other attack drones. So other people are getting pulled into this. Uh, a local company right here in Texas makes some of the parts that go on those drones. Uh, Texas Raytheon? Instruments. Oh, Texas. Yeah. They're right. literally across the street from yeah, us? Yeah, not too far from here. Yeah. And, uh, and they make the chips that go inside these drones that the Ukraine's using against Russia. So, uh, you know, you start using things like that, it could pull other people into this thing, and who knows what's going to happen. But, uh, yes, it's a very big topic all over the Internet right now, World War Three. Well, let's start with what the Bible has to say. Absolutely. So Revelation 9 is where this comes out, starting in verse mm -hmm. 13. We won't take time to read the whole passage, but if you'll look at Revelation 9, 13 through 21, you're going to read this sixth trumpet war, or as we call it, World War III. Um, yeah. And can you kind of give us a rough overview of what that says for people that don't have it memorized? Yeah, so from Revelation 9, 13 through 21, we've got a situation there where it talks about four angels that are bound in the river Euphrates. So we've always believed that the region of the Euphrates River would be where this would happen. But it says these angels are loosed from there. And uh, in the... The situation with these being loosed, we have a 200 million man army that will start a war. And, uh, you know, we've talked about how China has bragged about having that exact number. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one possibility that China would be involved in this war. The other thing that's very interesting about it, it says that one third of mankind will be killed. We've never had a war that large, not World War One, not World War Two. We're talking about one third of the population, one out of every three people are going to be gone just like that with this war. So we believe that this would be a nuclear war. That's another thing that's been big in the news lately, uh, Vince. They've talked about nuclear war being a uh, bigger chance of happening now than it's ever been in history. Even the Cuban Missile Crisis, that right now the things that are going on in the world with China and Taiwan, with Iran and Israel, with Russia and Ukraine, all those things could involve nuclear weapons. It's hard to wrap our mind around a third of mankind or 2.3, 2.4 billion people. Yeah. Do you recall the numbers of how many were killed in World War I? I don't, Vince. <laughs> what about World War II? No, I don't, Vince. Well, but I know it, that it was nothing compared to what it was. A few be. million, which yes. is a lot, mm -hmm. but nothing like what we're going to see. Exactly. I mean, we're talking a third. Right. I mean, I don't know how else to say it to make it more plain, but 
one out of every, there are three people in this studio, this specific room. Yeah. There's, I think, three or four more outside of this room helping with this show today. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, if I go missing on this thing, there's a huge chunk of us gone, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but one third. Right, one third. So this is going to be devastating. Yeah. But for those of us that know what's coming because of what the Bible says, it's not, it's still terrible. Right. I mean, we are going to mourn the loss of these lives. Yeah. But we do have a hope because, like we talked about the other day, the scriptures don't end with this war. Right. There's more to come. Yeah, and one of the significant things about this is that the Antichrist is going to come out from this war. We believe that's the entrance ramp for the Antichrist. We believe that he will uh, evolve from this war, come out as a man of peace and... A, you know, tell everyone we need peace. We've had this many people die in the world. We've, uh, we need to stop all the conflicts. We need to uh, submit to the one world government. You know, we've been told even by the Pope, Vince, that uh, nations need to give up their sovereignty to the one world uh, order because we can't really govern ourselves. When we try to do that, there's war and there's conflict. So that's one of the things that's going to move us toward that one world government that's going to really push us into that is this war. It's going to produce that uh, antichrist. He's going to come in as on a peace platform. And then eventually we would probably see the peace treaty come from that war. So this is a major prophetic event that's on the horizon that could happen at any time. It's one thing for you to say this. Mm-hmm. It's one for that thing for us to read the Bible and talk about a war that's coming that'll kill a third mankind. Right. We happen to call it World War III. It's not like, you know, we're not proclaiming that that's being said specifically in the world right now. Mm-hmm. But let's look at what is being said in the world. That way we're just, it's not just you and I talking yeah. or end time talking. From all around the world, there are stories happening today. Yeah. This month, there was a report warns risk of nuclear war at its highest since the U.S. nuked Japan. That's one major headline that happened just a few weeks ago. Uh, Also, Joe Biden inches toward war. Iran makes Israel full military partner. Which is a whole other prophetic thing happening there, but it's it's important because we talk about that region. That's where Iran is, is in that Euphrates River region. We have this from Newsweek. That's a Newsweek article from last week saying that Joe Biden is itching, inching closer to a war with Iran by pulling uh, Israel in as our U.S. military partner. Now, we know from Revelation 12, 14 that the Bible predicts that the great wings of the eagle will be helping Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. So this is kind of a twofold prophecy here. We're talking about a war that could possibly happen with Iran, and then we're talking about Israel being partners with the United States. Well, so, and then it, and in this story, it talks about the war on terror to potential combat with the big four, mm-hmm. China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran. Yeah. So this is brewing. Yes, sir, it is. Six things to expect in 2023. Mm-hmm. One of them is World War III. Now, yeah. are you saying that we expect that to occur, occur in 2023? I'm just saying that it's something that we look for because we know it's going to happen because of Bible prophecy. We don't know exactly when it's going to happen. We can't say for sure it's going to happen in this next year. But the but probability of that is it, it could happen. So you're looking, you, you look at the news every day and go, I'm not going to be surprised today right. if I don't see where a nuke was dropped 
or a conflict stirred up right. that is just like what the Bible said is coming. Absolutely. So that could happen in 2023. Yes. It could happen even yet today. Mm -hmm. But there's five more to talk about. <laughs> Six things to expect in 2023. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com future or call 800-END-TIME. That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about six things to expect in 2023. As you all know, Bible prophecy is occurring every single day, but there are six major prophecies that we are looking for in 2023, either to occur or to develop even further than they already are. And we're talking about that today, but we will be taking your calls as well. Before we do that, I've got to tell you all about a miracle that occurred here at End Time just a few moments ago, two hours ago, I believe it was. We had a longtime friend and partner show up here and he said, hey, uh, yesterday I was blessed um, with an unexpected gift of $50,000 and I felt like the Lord wanted me to not only give it to end time, but to present it to the partners to match before the end of the year. So he came today with $50,000 and said, I want the rest of the end time partners to team up with me to help double this money. So he's committing to match your donations up to $50,000, but that's only for gifts through the end of this year. 
So if you'd like to participate in that and uh, help double the impact of this blessing, go to endtime.com slash match, endtime.com slash M-A-T-C-H, and your donation there to the What's Next campaign will be doubled between now and the end of the year for up to $50,000. So we were blown away, but thankful for the Lord for always coming through and providing. And uh, we're inspired because He wanted to challenge you all to uh, whatever gift that you can make, $5, $10, $5,000, it doesn't matter what the amount is, He's going to match it up to $50,000. So go to endtime.com slash match, or you can call 800-END-TIME to participate in this match campaign that's good through now and the end of the year. So jump on it today if you want to double your impact. All right, Doug, first thing to expect in 2023. They're not necessarily in this order, but one, the first thing that we covered is World War Three, mm-hmm. and we are looking for that to potentially occur in 2023. Yes, we're not predicting that it will because we can't give anyone a hard date, but it could happen. Right. The next thing we are looking at is the peace plan. Now, Doug, we had Trump's peace plan when he mm-hmm. was in office, right? We've had a number of peace plans that have come and gone, and they were not what the Bible said would right. be coming. Yeah. So what does the Bible say is actually coming? So the Bible tells us that there's a peace agreement coming between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Okay, Those two, uh, they are the two people in that region that claim stakes to the land of Israel. So uh, that's how we know it's going to be between them. It also tells us that there's going to be a temple built during that time. So we know that Israel will be allowed to go back and worship on the temple mount and be able to build her temple. It also lets us know that there's going to be animal sacrifices resumed there because we know that the Antichrist uh, that confirms this covenant from Daniel 9.27, that in the middle of that final seven-year period that he will stop those animal sacrifices and he'll set himself up in the temple of God to be God. Okay, so uh, we know those things are coming. We know also from this that the Palestinians will receive uh, land there. They'll get their own state. So right now they're in uh, the West Bank or what we know as uh, Judea. So right now that area is the disputed territory. But one of the things that uh, is happening today in Israel, which is a big deal, is that Netanyahu is now the prime minister again and he's established his government. He's been able to work out a coalition there and that he's being sworn in today in Israel. And so one of the things that he talks about there, Vince, is he talks about having these peace talks with Saudi Arabia, which is a huge deal because what they're doing there, Vince, is they're building off of that Abraham Accord uh, that was set in place during the Trump administration. If they can get Saudi on board with this, uh, Saudi Arabia will be a big influence on uh, the Palestinians coming back to the peace table. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're expecting this where they uh, kind of finagle some things around that will make Saudi Arabia happy about um, the West Bank and about the settlement areas. Uh, Netanyahu is, is kind of feeding to them and, and giving them what they want to bring them to that negotiating table, which would allow them to have uh, like uh, partnership with Israel like the other Arab nations that are signed on to this. So that means that Israelis could fly directly into Saudi Arabia for tourism and things like that. The same thing with Saudi Arabians uh, coming into Israel. It, it's what uh, would be a normalization of partnership there with the Jewish people, which Saudi Arabia has never done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to have that happen, that's a huge deal. And that's something that's being pushed right now. That could lead 
us closer to that peace plan. Now, the Bible, what's interesting about the peace plan specifically, Doug, to me is World War III, Six Trumpet War, there's you know, a portion of Scripture that we can look at. Right. Well, the peace plan, there's a number of different passages to look to, and we don't have time to go into all those in detail because we're trying to cover these six things. Right. But for this, the second item on our list, the peace plan, um, the Bible does give us five things mm -hmm. to look at. So what are the five things that we should be looking for to identify the biblical prophesied peace plan. Okay, so those things are what, what I mentioned before with Judea. Uh, the area of Judea that's also the West Bank that I talked about before, it'll be given to the Palestinians as their state. They'll get their own statehood. Now so That's Ju number one. Yeah, that's number one. Now, the Jewish people living in that area that live in that settlement area, they'll be able to remain there, but they'll live under Palestinian rule. Which sounds crazy. It does sound crazy. <laughs> uh, but it's that, kinda, would, that would ever be, for that to happen, you know God's involved. Right, absolutely. So that's number two. Yeah. They're going to stay there. Yeah, so they'll, they'll be able to stay in that area. We know this because Matthew 24 tells us, uh, 15 through 21 there, it tells us that when you see the abomination of desolation, let those who are in Judea flee into the mountains. It also says that that is going to trigger the Great Tribulation. So tribulation is going to start in those settlement areas. Whatever he says on the Temple Mount will inspire those Palestinians to begin to attack those Israeli people. And that's the beginning of the Great Tribulation there. Uh, you're trying to derail us here from the topic because there's a question I got to ask. Okay, yeah. Don't let's not get derailed. Doug. Well, but okay. Well, we have to, Doug. Okay, the peace plan. We're looking yeah. for that to potentially be signed in 2023. Yeah. Which you just said would be the sign for the Great Tribulation or the final seven years. The final seven years, and in the middle of that would be when this abomination of desolation starts. So if you think that could happen in 2023, yeah. that means most people are going to think that you think the rapture could occur within the next three and a half years. Well, anyone that doesn't listen to this program on a daily basis might think that, but most people know that we believe that it's a post-tribulation rapture. And so that would mean that it would come at the end of that final seven years. So if the final seven years were to start, and listen, I said if, okay, I didn't big say. Big if. Yeah, big if. If it were to start in 2023, then that would mean things would be wrapped up around 2030. But a peace plan could be signed. It could be. We'll just have to keep our eyes if on If it that. were signed in 2023, yeah. that would be about seven years until the return of Jesus. Yes. Which is interesting because Agenda 2030 and all mm -hmm. these 2030 talks. Right. So here we are. You're not saying that. I'm not saying that. But it is possible. Yes. World War III is possible in 2023. A peace plan is possible in 2023. Yeah. What's that? That was, uh, I think we only got through the first two of those yeah, five was, things the Bible says. Yeah. How about three, four, and five? Okay, so three and four are kind of bunched there together too. The Temple Mount will be placed under a sharing arrangement. We know that because of Revelation chapter 11 tells us in uh, 1 and 2. Uh, it also says that the Jews will be allowed to build their temple on the Temple Mount right now without disturbing the Dome of the Rock or the Alaska Mosque. Now, all, we get all that information from Revelation 11, 1 and 2, where John was told to measure, uh, but to measure the uh, temple, the altar, and the worshipers there, but leave out the outer court because mm -hmm. it's given to the Gentiles and they'll trodden down on it uh, for 42 months. So it tells us that there will be a sharing arrangement there. That's how we know that they won't disturb those mosques or the Dome of the Rock. Well, Doug, nobody believes that the Jews would even do that, right? Like, people don't believe the Jews would actually not 
want their outer court. So they wouldn't do this deal. Yeah, some people believe that. But here's the thing. Right now, the Jewish people are very desperate to have their temple and they are willing to do whatever they need to do to get that temple up there. Right now, we know that space just south of the Dome of the Rock is empty. We both stood there mm -hmm. together with Brother Baxter at times and uh, even looked at the area that they believe is the holiest of holies. Mm -hmm. And so the actual outer court of that area is where the Dome of the Rock is. And so this, is, um, this could just fall right into place and especially since they have the red heifers now that they're looking at that they believe within a year would be uh, ready to sacrifice, which if the temple, uh, if, if all this started, if the peace treaty uh, was signed next year, we would fall right in line with all that. The mm -hmm. red heifer would be ready just about time to dedicate the ashes for the temple and everything. It would fall into line. That's so what's so crazy. Very though, interesting. Things have looked right before. Right. But I think we can boldly proclaim that things haven't looked this right with so many different biblical prophecies yeah. ever before. Absolutely. I mean, it is like just before the birth of Jesus and we're seeing all these signs come together and there are people who mm -hmm. have been watching that need to pound the drum and say, Messiah's coming. But right. this time it's not the first time, it's the second time. Yeah. And he's going to come and do a great reset. <laughs> And we're going to be on the winning side. Yeah. And it's going to be exciting, Doug. It does get you excited. I'm excited just talking about it right now. It so. feels different today, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Something's up. It All does. right. So number one, World War III could occur next year. Right. Peace plan. Yes. The prophesied peace plan could occur next year. Yeah. Unbelievably, those could happen in the same year. Yeah. Absolutely. Number three, Doug. This one is quite interesting as well. Ten nation union in the European Union. Yeah. So... This comes from Daniel chapter 7, verse 7, where it talks about Daniel seeing the fourth beast. Uh, he, he says that this fourth beast has ten horns and that from these ten horns, the Antichrist will rise up out of there. So you can go and, and look for that. We won't take time to read it right now, but Daniel 7, uh, 7 and 8, tell us about that. The reason why that specifically, uh, we know that that's talking about the European Union is because Daniel 2 uh, 41 through 45, I think, or 44, tells us that uh, the statue there that Nebuchadnezzar had in his dream, when Daniel's mm -hmm. uh, telling him what that means, when he gets to the feet of iron mingled with clay, we know that iron was the Roman Empire, but the feet of iron mingled with clay is the Holy Roman Empire. The clay element is the church element. The uh, iron element is the political side. So you got politics and religion there and they're mixing it together. This statue has 10 toes. Those 10 toes are the same as the 10 horns from Daniel 7. Very interesting. Yeah. And so that's how we get that conclusion. We understand that this will be a reborn Holy Roman Empire. Just so happens that the EU is the rebirth of the Holy Roman Empire. 2009 is when this occurred. Absolutely. At the Lisbon Treaty. But it's growing and growing and, and things are developing even further right. just like the Bible said it would. And so people say, well, how do you come up with 10, 10 nations there? How's that going to happen? Well, one of the things that they talked about this year, and they talked about it previously too, but they really focused on it this year, is the, the dividing of the big nations in the EU and the smaller nations that don't contribute as much. How they may break off and become two different tiers of the EU. That could still happen and this could be where we get that ten nation union that the Antichrist will rise up out of. It'll be those ten most powerful nations. And remember just a few years ago, Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, started a coalition 
of military force. And it just so happened that it was a 10-nation coalition. So we could still yet see this happen even in this new year that could develop, especially with things the way they are in the Ukraine right now and how unstable Europe is right now. So we could see that happen as well. All right, three down and three to go for what to expect in 2023. We are taking your calls. We're kind of doing an open line today, so give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Also, these six things are things that your friends and family need to know about. So hit the share button, hit the heart icon, comment, let us know where you're watching from, or post your questions there. Sometimes we're able to get to the questions in the comments as well. But please share this video. It goes a long way in helping us get the word out. Six things to expect in 2023. Number one, we're looking for World War III to occur, the Sixth Trumpet War. Number two, there's a peace plan that the Bible prophesied would occur. There's five specific things about that peace plan that we just covered. We're looking for that next year. And then a 10-nation union is coming in the EU. And the fourth one, Doug, is a one-world government. Now, we know about the one-world government very well at this right. point. We've had the United Nations for decades in New York. We've had the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab walking around like villains from a hero movie. We've had all this stuff happening uh, post-COVID. We are very familiar with government control at this point, maybe more aware than we've ever been. Right. So a one-world government is certainly already established. Mm -hmm. They are proclaiming to the masses there's a new world order coming, a great reset coming, all this right. stuff. They're not being shy about it. So no. what is there to look for in 2023 in this regard? So I think what we'll see, Vince, is we'll see more of their agendas being pushed out. We're going to see more of it come to pass. Uh, we're going to watch them try to choke people economically who are not uh, going along with their uh, global warming schemes and, and what they say is climate change. All the people that won't play ball with that, we're gonna, I think we're going to see this one world government really begin to try to economically sanction people. We've already watched, okay, so we saw what happened to uh, the, the farmers uh, in, mm -hmm. and how they were... Uh, you know, they were actually Switzerland, is yeah, in one? Switzerland yeah. and they they shut them down to where they couldn't even produce. Uh, they couldn't even have hay. They you know, they were taking their hay away from them so they couldn't feed their cattle. Uh, it's one of the largest uh, manufacturers of beef uh, there in that area. And they were saying that they need to reduce that. We've seen uh, that happen in the U.S. too, just a little differently. Yeah. These food processing <laughs> plants get burned down randomly. There's been a lot of them. Natural fires, you know, that's the proclamation. No one right. did that intentional. And two planes happened to crash into two different facilities. Bill Gates which, has bought know. all this farmland. I mean, we could go on and on <laughs> yeah. about what's happened in the U.S. Yeah. But nonetheless, this is being established. And even Zelensky says that Ukraine will attend the World Economic Forum in January. So this one world government thing. It's quite prevalent, but it's growing and growing even more in the coming year. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, 
and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ part two, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about six things to expect in 2023. We've already covered the first four, so if you're just now tuning in, you're going to have to watch the archive. But the quick overview is World War III, Peace Plan, Ten Nation Union, and the advancement of a one-world government. And we're going to get right into five and six before we get to your calls. Before we do that, I want to tell you again, there was an amazing miracle that occurred here at End Time today. Longtime friend and partner showed up and said, the Lord blessed me unexpectedly with $50,000. And the Lord told me to come here, give it to End Time, and challenge the other partners to give through the end of the year and everything that they give up to this $50,000, I'm going to match. And so... Uh, we are obligated and tell, telling you that he brought 50000 a day and said, I want to see the other partners match this before the end of the year. So you can go to endtime.com slash match, and it'll take you to the What's Next campaign, which is where all this is going to. And uh, if you need help with that or if you'd like to do it over the phone, you can call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. We would be happy to assist you in that. Um, or if you want to mail a check, that's also an option as well. If it's postmarked before the end of the year, it will still count towards your 2022 statement. And I don't want to forget to tell you that we have some amazing deals going on at endtime.com deals. Uh, the highlight for me there, well, I guess I could pull a highlight out of every, each one, Doug, but uh, <laughs> one that I love so much is Irvin's Last Words. It's, avail it's a five-lesson uh, collection, and uh, it's Irvin's last sermon, his last radio show, last television show, and two sessions from his last conference that he did. There's been so many amazing men and women throughout history who have passed away and in their final moments penned some words or recorded some words, and their last words were inspiring and encouraging, and so we felt like it would be a great idea to go collect all of Irvin's last words and put it in a collection and make it available to you right now. Um, you could get that for a donation of any amount by going to endtime.com deals, and there are a number of other things there for you as well to check out, so be sure to do that. All right, Doug, 2023, there's six things to expect. You're telling us a war is going to happen, a peace plan is going to be signed, a ten-nation union is going to develop, and the one-world government is going to advance further than before, all in 2023, right? I'm saying that could happen. <laughs> things could happen in 2023. We know that these things are going to happen because they're in the Bible and it's Bible prophecy. Yes. Uh, we can't say for certain that it happens in 2023, 
But like you said before, the way that the world is shaping up right now and the direction it seems like we're heading, uh, things have never been this close to fulfillment as they are now. And like you said before, the one world government's already fulfilled. That, yeah. That's already there. It's not set up as uh, the, the entity with great iron teeth that smashes everything beneath its feet yet. It's not right. there yet, but it's established. Mm -hmm. uh, just like our next prophecy that we're going to talk about, it's already established and it's in the world right now. Well, as a result of a one world government, yeah. we know there's going to be a one world currency, which we'll talk about later as well. Right. But a big one, Doug, that kind of gets overlooked, I think, is a one world religion. Yeah, absolutely. One world religion is the number five thing that we are looking for in 2023. Now, again, this is established like the one world government. Mm -hmm. However, it's going to advance even more than it has already. Yeah. And to be honest with you, Doug, I'm blown away at how advanced it already is. Yeah, and it seems like it is... Uh just really rolling downhill very fast. I mean, with this past year, the things that we saw at the uh, COP27 summit, and then uh, what we saw with Mount Sinai and the uh, declaration of the Ten Commandments of climate change, uh, the Pope was there to receive that at the very spot. I mean, to me, it's, it's blasphemy. Mm -hmm. uh, they were at the very spot where uh, we believe Moses received the Ten Commandments from God. Well, they did a Ten Commandments of climate change, and we did a program on that. If you remember, it wasn't too long ago. It was just in November. It's just a couple months ago or a month ago. Uh, at the first of November, yep. they had this big meeting, and the Pope, along with several other uh, religious leaders from around the world, not just Christian leaders. We had Muslim leaders, we had Jewish leaders, uh, Hindu leaders. All the, the religions of the world came together for this Ten Commandments of climate change. So those things are already happening, Vince. And, uh, you know, that's very prophetic. It's in the same chapter with what we just talked about, the one world government uh, and, and the one world currency. It's sandwiched in between those two where it talks about uh, that false prophet that uh, comes up. A lot of people, they think that this religious leader is the Antichrist, but he's not. He's a separate person. And we know that because in Revelation 19, it tells us that uh, the beast and the false prophet were thrown into the lake of fire. So he's going to be uh, hand in hand with the Antichrist. Doug, those things that you just mentioned are mind boggling, mm -hmm. but they're not the ones that really get me, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. You know, when, when I hear the Pope <laughs> making proclamations and stuff like that, I am blown yeah. away by this stuff. It's like... Right. I can't believe they're saying this out loud. Yeah. You know, what gets me is when I see Christian churches, major um, pastors in America mm -hmm. get up and say, come as you are, and I'm all for come as you are. Right. But when they're saying come as you are, it doesn't matter if you believe in Allah or Buddha or, you know, I want all those people to come yeah. to my church too. But when they come, you know, I'm going to love them and right. walk with them in their journey. But I'm going to look at them and, and develop a relationship with them. And I'm going to let them know that I've been born again. Right. And what I used to be, I'm not anymore. Yeah. And that Jesus is the way to heaven. Yeah. And so while... And it's not a coexist like so oh many no. people like to say, just coexist. Just get along with Well, everybody. that didn't work for Paul. Right. <laughs> you know, it didn't right. work for Peter. It didn't yeah. work for those guys. It was Absolutely. like... They were transformed. They were mm -hmm. born again. They've been renewed into something totally different. Right. And so whatever gods that they worshiped previously is now behind them. Yeah, They absolutely. repented. Yeah. 
they did not say sorry and I'm going to keep going. Right. You know, if you're a homosexual and you come to my church, I'm going to love you and treat you like family. Yeah. But I'm going to also tell you you need to be born again. And if you feel like you were born that way, that's fine. You need to be born again. Yeah, you need to be reborn. And so uh, that's what blows my mind when right. I see major religious leaders that are, you know, very prominent leaders. I'm not mm. going to call them by name. But when I see them making these kind of statements or even our president saying, right. you know, even back to George Bush is the first one I remember saying, mm. Um, there's more than one path to heaven. It doesn't right. matter if you're a Muslim or whatever, then, then you can still get to heaven. And, you know, right. I believe Muslims can get to heaven if they are born again right. and they convert their lifestyle. Right. Like you can be a Muslim today and change today. Right. And so uh, that's we, what we really blows me away. friends that, are, that were Muslim, grew up in the Muslim religion that have since accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior and seen the truth there. Some of them have even had the Lord reveal himself directly to them in absolutely. dreams and things like that. Uh, so, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right, Vince, but their idea of this one world religion is what you were talking about before. Like uh, President Bush, uh, W. Bush said, is that there's many paths to heaven mm -hmm. and uh, he believes Muslims get to heaven on what they believe. Uh, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so we know the truth, but these world religion, this false religious system that's being set up is going to teach completely opposite. And therefore we will be the bad guys uh, because we're speaking truth of the Word of God. In the end time when the tribulation starts, oh, we'll, just like the we'll be the, Yeah, we'll have wanted posters out there for us. Yeah, yeah, so I guess we're not going to be raptured out here before all that happens. The Lord's kind of placed us here strategically to yeah. advance His kingdom. Absolutely. And in a world that's full of darkness, we're going to be light. Yeah. And we're going to point people to Jesus. And yeah. they are going to be born again. And there's a revival coming Amen. that's going to be absolutely mind-boggling. And we want everybody to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, join with us in this journey. There's six things to expect in 2023. Number one, World War III could be coming any day that is possible to occur. A peace plan, and you, you can go and watch our details on that later. I'm just going over the, the treetops here. A uh, peace plan is coming. Um, a 10-nation union in the EU. One world government advancing. One world religion advancing even more so than it already is. And for the final item on our list, Doug, the mark of the beast. Yeah. People are going to be walking around with a chip in their hand or in their forehead in 2023? Well... I mean, quite possibly, maybe not a chip, but whatever the mark turns out to be. I mean, the chip seems the most logical. Well, that's what was in the Left Behind series. I yeah, think. yeah, absolutely. And Tim so, LaHaye, you know, scared me out of my mind when I was a little kid. Well, sure. I mean, that's yeah, absolutely. I, I, I had visions of walking in and my mom's clothes being folded up there. <laughs> I'm home alone now. Yeah, and everybody's been raptured except for you who yep. took a chip under your skin. No, yeah. I'm kidding. But I mean, yes, we've got we we have all these things. Uh, we. Uh, we talk about it a lot. We call them precursors, and we talk about these things that are being set up in our systems. And, and so we're watching those things right now. Um, you know, with the COVID passport, it's one of the most recent things, Vince, that we've seen. We've seen uh, what happened in Canada with the truck drivers and how they had these COVID passports. You had to have this in order to drive your truck with supplies across the border and things like that. So they're already trying to set up a system that will track you. Uh, even Benjamin Netanyahu said in a video recently that they had a, a database of everyone in Israel and they kept their medical records on that. And that's how they were able
able to come out of the COVID lockdowns so quickly because they were able to report to the CDC that all these people were vaccinated. And so they, it's already started. Even in Israel, that has started where they're tracking things like that. We're a little bit... Um, leery of those things in this country because we have many people that are Christians that understand the scriptures and so we kind of put the brakes on that a little bit and say no you know hold back we're not doing this but it, eventually this will become something uh, whether it's a COVID type of passport situation that we're looking at or a digital currency that is controlled by the world bank or by the WEF something will be set up to where you have to pledge allegiance to that world government and you have to accept this mark of the beast so many people are afraid that they'll accidentally take the mark of the beast it's not going to be that way the Bible, hang on yeah hang on you're saying the covid vaccine is not the mark of the beast <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying okay and so so many people are afraid of that that they're going to accidentally take it that's not the case at all because the Bible tells us that you'll worship the beast and it's that false prophet who issues this to worship. So it's another thing that goes along with that one world religion that to be part of this one world system and this one world religion, you will have to worship the beast and take the mark of the beast. So you're going to be able to deny it. We know that because Scripture tells us that people will go into captivity or that people will be killed by the sword. And we know from Revelation chapter 20, uh, verse 4, that there are souls there that John sees who have been beheaded because they refuse to take the mark of the beast. Now, we believe here, this is one of the things that we believe because we believe that America is helping Israel. We don't believe that it will be fully implemented here. Uh, does that mean that you won't be able to take it if you want to? I think people still in this country would be able to go into that system if they want to, but it won't be, uh, it won't be a America-wide, you have to do this type of situation. It'll be a situation where they're like, if you want to participate in it, that's up to you, but we're not forcing it on So you, you. don't believe there'll be a mandate in the right. United States? Not for the mark of the beast, no. Okay, so we've got six things that we are looking for in 2023. Number one, World War III. Number two, peace plan. Number three, ten nation union. One world government advancement. One world religion advancement. And the mark of the beast. Those yeah. six things could occur in 2023. So when you get on and you're looking at news stories and when you're praying, you're, these are things that are in your mind that could you could be seeing at any moment now. Yeah. Which one do you think would happen first? I think with the way things are happening right now, it looks like that war is going to happen before. You that know. would make a lot of sense. Yeah. War, we need peace, and then yeah. all these other things start developing even more than they have. Yes. All right. Well, we will get to your calls after the break. There are open lines, so you can join us. The number to call is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash match to participate in the match campaign before the end of the year. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider 
partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to Into the Age Open Lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Today we're talking about six things to expect in 2023, and we've just covered all those in detail in the previous segments, and we are going to get to the phone. So if you have a question or comment, or if you think we are totally wrong about any of this stuff, we'll talk to you anyway. 877 N times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. Let's go to Oklahoma. Darlene is listening. Darlene, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. How are you guys? We are so good. How are you doing, Darlene? I'm good. And I'm in agreement with what you guys were saying in the beginning um, about it's exciting and energy. And we had, you know, the story in the Bible, but now it's all coming together, like parallel, happening as simultaneously, all these things. And it's like when Urban talked about time speeding up, it's like it's speeding up now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I think you all are are on you on to this, but um, I wanted to ask you a question um, about the resurrection or the rapture. So do you think that you know, when if you think about um, the Hebrew, the Jewish man and woman, when they get married, there's no work for like a year or maybe two years. I wish we'd have had that over here when I got I married. <laughs> I know, me too. So if Jesus, and I don't know if I'm right or wrong, so, you know, correct me, whatever. Um, I'm just asking. So if Jesus was born in B.C. 2, because before that was B.C. 1, so that would say... So we're in 2023, 2,000 years later, and if Jesus started his ministry about 30 years, that would be 2230, and then he was at the cross at at 233, and then if the marriage supper of the Lamb lasted a year or two years, depending on, you know, because that half hour is what I'm wondering about. That half hour could actually be a year or two years. Where we're at the marriage supper of the Lamb. So if that would put as maybe raptured, I don't know, 2032, 2031, and then they're going to say, I mean, then we come back to the Battle of Armageddon, 2033, yeah. um, and then they'll say for aliens or something probably. <laughs> Darlene, <laughs> you know I, mean? I, I, I kind of understand where you're going with that. I don't think, t- to us, and to God, time's different. And, right. and that's all that scripture's talking about. You, you reference there uh, talking about this half hour. Uh, we don't know. We think, you know, that may not necessarily be a half hour. It may just mean for a short time there's silence in heaven. Now, we do believe that that time is the time of the rapture, but I don't think we're talking about years there, Darlene. I think we're talking okay. about because the Bible says that at his coming is when the resurrection of the dead happens. That's in. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, like verse 20, it talks about Jesus being the first fruits and that uh, mm-hmm. those that belong to Him at His coming. And it's talking about the resurrection there. That's going to happen at the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's the same time that the rapture 
occurs that's the same time that the wrath of God is being poured out too. If you look at all the scriptures that refer to that, you'll see how it lines up perfectly with that. Okay? So Yeah, I do. And I'm thinking I, I mean I guess I didn't explain it right. That's right. Do you think that we'll be gone when we're raptured for like a year or two years and then come back and fight the battle of Armageddon? No. Like that could be okay. I don't think so. I I think um uh, what happens, think of it like this. We've we talked about this before. Uh, think of it uh, as if there's a lot of people in a group that are going to the airport and they're going to fly to Israel, okay? Mm-hmm. But they're all over uh, your city. And a bus is picking these folks up. And you're going from one end of town to the other end of town, but you're going to take everybody to the airport and then you're going to fly to Israel. It's kind of like what the rapture is going to be. People are going to be raptured up from all around the world. We're going to be gathered together with Christ in the air. The marriage supper of the Lamb then happens, and then the battle of Armageddon is is, uh, done at that point. Remember that the battle of Armageddon is actually going to be being fought during the time when the when the wrath is being poured out. So when the vials are being poured out, there's things going on because we see like at uh, one of the vials is when the great river Euphrates is dried up to make a way for the kings to come and invade Israel. Well, we don't get there with Jesus until uh, they've taken Jerusalem at that point. But it's going to be a very quick uh, battle that's taking place here and it's going to look like Israel has has lost everything because half of the city goes into captivity but the remnant of the people remain in the other half of Jerusalem. That's how we know that Jerusalem will re- remain under Israeli control until Jesus comes back uh, because they lose half of the city at that battle. Then Jesus comes back with us, the, the armies of heaven come down to the Mount of Olives and that's when he fights. And it's going to be a very short war once Jesus gets involved. You think about what happened <laughs> with, the, with the Israelis, the Hebrew children, when they're, they're backwards against the wall of the Red Sea. Well, God split that sea open, brought them across on dry land, and Pharaoh and his army, his entire military, followed after him. Well, the Lord got them all the way across and then confused the army and they're out there driving around in circles trying to figure out where they're going and the Lord just covered them back up with water and destroyed them immediately. That's what it's going to be like. When the Lord fights in battle, He doesn't mess around. No, It's going to be quick. It's going to happen quickly. Yes, that's right. And I'm I'm excited. I I, I feel that excitement and that energy. And um, the Jerusalem Prophecy College, I mean, it's... Everybody's just got to get in it. And what is, is it still $29 right now? It is uh, $30 off between now and the end of the year. So people can go to endtime.com slash deals. I think the first option is the JPC link. So you can click that link. You can put every course in your cart and pay for it yeah. today, and you would get $30 off on every single course. So it's normally $59. Right now it's $29. So... It's quite as unbelievable. As my husband gets paid, as my husband gets paid, I'm going to get me a couple. Awesome. And, you know, people can gift them to others as yeah. well. You don't have to just go do yeah. it for yourself. If you feel like a friend or family member should go through them and that they would benefit from them, you can gift it for them. So uh, that's an option as well. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be getting me a couple of more courses. Um, so, okay, I guess that's it, but... Joe in New York, you guys um, asked for prayer for him a couple times, and I'm still I'm still praying for Joe, and I think about Joe. Mm. So just 
letting you know. If Joe's listening, I'm praying for him. Well, thank wife. you. We appreciate that, Darlene. Thanks, Darlene, for your call. We always Happy enjoy. New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Happy New Year. We always enjoy hearing from you. You've been a huge blessing to all of us here at End Time. And you know, Darlene actually bought my newborn some diapers. Yes. Sent them here to the office. So yeah. I was very. She bought my grandkids quite a few things. I've had to tell her, Darlene, we got we live in a tiny house. We can't get a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> well, you need a, you need another <laughs> shed just for the kids. I stuff. guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, do go to endtime.com/deals. You can get JPC courses for thirty dollars off. You can get five months free. Of into the age plus. Now I don't know why everyone's not doing that, Doug, mm -hmm. but uh, you can get that at endtime.com/deals and a number of other items as well. We've had a, several people call in and then they hang up. I guess we're not getting to yeah, their phones. Yeah, they, they in had time. great questions I know. too. So we do have some open lines. 877-END-TIME is, is the number to call. 877-363-8463. Some Jane is watching on Facebook. Mm -hmm. She had an interesting comment. We covered six things, Doug. Again, I'll repeat them. Six things to expect in 2023. World War III, peace plan, 10-nation union uh, in the EU, one-world government advancement, one-world religion advancement, the mark of the beast. Now, we're not proclaiming that these things will occur right. before the end of next year, but we are saying there is nothing stopping them from happening, and it very well could happen. Right. And it looks like these things, I mean, we are on the edge before this stuff breaks off. And so yeah. we are saying do be looking for these major prophetic events to happen because it's very possible to happen in 2023. But Jane asked us on Facebook, she said, well, you didn't mention the war of Gog and Magog. Right. Why in the world would you leave that off, Doug? <laughs> well, because, Vince, um, and we've, we've done programs on this as well, but the battle of Gog and Magog is actually the battle of Armageddon. And that battle was going to happen... Uh, at the end of the final seven years. That's why we didn't mention it because we haven't even got to the seven years yet. That so, makes sense. Yeah, we, 2023 is not going to be the end of seven when we haven't started seven. Absolutely. And, and so that's, it's easy to look at that. And, uh, you know, we, like I said before, we've done a program on it. We used the scriptures and showed uh, folks the scriptures that correlate there that show us that it's the same battle as the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, one of the big ones is if you look at Revelate, or, uh, Ezekiel 39, uh, I believe it's uh, verses 17 through 19. It correlates right with Revelation 19 of the Battle of Armageddon, the same thing that's going on there where uh, the beast of the air and uh, the, or the birds of the air and the beast of the field are called to uh, the great supper of our Lord and God. And they feast on the, the bodies of kings and uh, warriors and their horses and all these things. So th that's one of the big ones. But there's other things that go on there. Uh, there's a great earthquake. Mountains and islands are moved away in that battle. Same thing happens at the Battle of Armageddon. There's just a whole lot of things that are in there that you can uh, look at. And in that uh, lesson that we did, uh, where we compare the two, we went straight down through the Bible and showed everybody where those line up. So it might be something she might want to check out. So there's a lot of people confuse it and merge that with the Sixth Trumpet War. And you're just saying quite plainly, those are two separate wars. Yes. And the Gog and Magog War is not going to happen in 2023, no right. matter what. Right. I like it when we can say that's not going to happen no matter what. Yeah. But then we can also point to these six things and say these very well could. And in fact, all of them could happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, we've got another call. Jeff is watching us from uh, Illinois. Jeff, welcome to End of the Age. Jeff, are you with us? 
We are having trouble with Jeff, so we will have to try again. Hello. Oh, Jeff, can welcome. We can hear you now. Okay, good, good. Well, I was calling uh, relating to uh, the mark of the beast. Um, now, I'm under the impression, I watch you guys all the time and fairly um, familiar with what end-time events are, and uh, I, I believe that the mark of the beast is going to be... Um, you know, put into play halfway through the seven-year period when the Antichrist uh, reveals himself, proclaims himself to be God in the holy place. Uh, I was under the impression that that's when the mark of the beast is going to come into play, uh, which would mean that would be at least three and a half years away. So I'm curious how you guys think that that is possible, that that could happen next year. Uh, we don't actually. We agree with you 100% on what you're saying. Uh, that's why we put that down at the end of all this. Just like uh, the one world government has pretty much been established, but not to the point that it will be in those final three and a half years. Uh, the uh, one world religion has been established, but not as much as it's going to be during that time. And then we talked about that mark being precursors, the things that we talk about now. So we're talking about seeing precursors to that mark even more so in the year 2023, not the actual mark itself. That all comes in after that three and a half year period. So you're absolutely right on your thinking. And maybe we just didn't express that as much as we should have. We, we're kind of flying through this program today. Uh, and I don't know if it's because we're standing up or just because we're excited. But you're absolutely right, Jeff. We agree with that completely. And I'm glad you brought that up to kind of maybe there's other people that had that same question. So if we misrepresented that, we apologize. Okay, well, thank you guys for clarifying that. And, you know, I didn't want any of the listeners to, to misunderstand that either. Thank um, you, Jeff. We, we are coming up on the end. I'm sorry I have to cut you off, um, but I have to because it's the end of the show. Now, we will be live tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget there are six things that we will be looking for with a prayerful heart in 2023. We've gone over that today. Watch this, share the video, and don't forget to go to endtime.com match to participate in the match campaign between now and the end of the year. Do it today. We'll see you back here tomorrow. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.